deep end And get back what's gone round And you've been keeping Down the aisles between the rows Once again, Movie Mayhem Podcast, your boys, Matt, Brian, and we are balls deep in Halloween spooky season. Spooky season is rolling on. Yep. Wait, well, did we, how many weeks are we in? This three? is our third week. This yeah. is three. Wow. Yeah, almost done. Almost I done. I thought we were going to be like I thought we were gonna lost do this for because months. we got thrown <laughs> off with the Lord of the Rings, but I forgot October is long as fuck. There's oh, so yeah, many. Five weeks. Five left. weeks in October. So actually it works out pretty well. Loopholes. Yeah. And uh, we're now we're doing a movie that I haven't seen before. That's right. Uh, but our guest, co-host of the uh, Get Rid of Your Cyburns podcast with me, which, you know, just like the baseball season kind of put, sputtered out. Now, I know nothing about baseball, and uh, I don't watch as much Simpsons as most other people, but that still seems like a really deep cut. It's and a very to, deep cut. To name a whole podcast after. It's a very, very deep cut. <laughs> <laughs> but they can't prove it in, in, in law. Okay. Yeah, we'll try. <laughs> We're going through a legal process right yeah. now. It's, it's 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 arduous. So our co-host. So our so our our host our our guest our co-host today our first non-Mikey guest into this new studio. Technically. Technically. Uh, his name is Michael. His name is Mike <laughs> as well. Oh man, we didn't really think this one out. <laughs> you guys really stepped in it here. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> not not as much as you're going to step into it later. That's but... true. You're right. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, Mike Flanagan, what's going on, guys? How's everybody doing? There it is. Mike Flanagan joins us in studio in 2009, no, 20. Uh, He's a real OG, though. He's a real OG. He, the last time he was on the Movie Mayhem podcast was, I think, season one. What movie was it? Was it a Star Wars movie? It was a Star Wars. Was, I was think a... it might have been Last Jedi, or could it have been The Force Awakens? Was it that one? No, I think it was pre that. I think it was when what? the Force... Oh. It was just a random Star Wars talk. It was... Oh, it wasn't even yeah, about a specific yeah, it movie. Was like, yeah. it was, you know what it was? Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, it was the week before they came out. It was like the Sunday. Oh, If they yeah. came out on like a Thursday or whatever, right. I came on on like the Sunday to talk about like expectations. You were like super yeah. hyped and then every single expectation was met. At, yeah. Literally, wow. every time. It's astounding. <laughs> every um, po- uh, plot hole is filled. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. I was like, wow, they really nailed it. All they really the... did it. Yeah, as a fan, I'm satisfied. I can't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think we went on to watch like pretty much every Star Wars movie after that. I think so, together. Together. Yeah. yeah. And each time we just left thinking like, Wow, Man, this is amazing. I'm so glad I came. Yeah, this hit um, all the checked all the boxes for me. Yeah, I was not disappointed in any of them. I think the only one I didn't see with you guys was Solo. Yeah, I don't think probably, I don't think true. we didn't I don't really try as a group. Yeah. yeah. So my wife got advanced tickets to Solo, so I oh, saw okay. it like the night before, it, or I saw it like if it came out at like midnight, I saw it at like seven p.m. that gotcha. day. Nice. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm trying. Everybody's like, maybe Solo sequel. It's like, you know what? I gotta yeah. tell you, I. Solo gets a bad rap. It was a good movie. If you take out all the bullshit around it, it was a good movie. Like all the press and everything? Like the yeah, exactly. Like the concerns over like, oh, it's not this. Like if you just watch it as like, here's a cool Star Wars adventure and you're like, wow, yeah, that so, was pretty cool. Like, yeah, like if you do take out the idea that like they just basically reshot the entire movie before right. coming out, you'd be like, oh, this is a pretty good movie. Like, exactly. Yeah, yeah I feel and, like stuff like that hurts a movie so much before yeah. it even comes out. Absolutely. Yeah, it was like a bummer and like everybody's concerned about it, but at the end of the day, Highly recommend Solo. Yeah. Give it a rewatch. It's on Netflix, and no, it's on Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Yeah. Sorry, guys, my password. If you, <laughs> I do feel like every time we walk out of a Star Wars movie, like me and you specifically, we are always just like, you know, that was actually pretty fun. That was, that was, that was a real ride. <laughs> we you try know? and be really positive about it. Right? Yeah, Both and then like, later it hits us. Later on, and yeah, like three days later, I'll be like, I gotta tell you, that was yeah, dog shit. Like I can't like, believe. No, yeah, like I remember, <laughs> I remember walking out of uh, Rise of Skywalker. I'm like, that is the most meh movie of all time. And we were and walking like, out. There no, it's pretty like, good. It's pretty good. Like, dude, that, that was a great like star battle scene, right. and like the lightsabers were on point. Like that. Was... And then yeah, like a couple and days later, I was like, I can't stress how okay that movie. Yes. The return of the mediocre. Right. But today we're talking a movie that's a little more than okay. Oh, yeah. A this, little more than mediocre. That's right. This movie fucking slapped. Slapped. Yeah. Slapped. Yeah. Still slaps. It it fucking launched a, a million on 90 kids' boyhood crushes. That's how you do it. That's, that's, <laughs> how, you, that's how you do it. 
Uh, <laughs> we're talking about 1991's The Addams Family, Barry Sonnenfeld's first movie. His opus. His, his, magnus, his debut. His, his, his after, debut. After uh, years of being the Coen's brothers' uh, director, of photographer, uh, doctor, uh, blah, director of photography, he takes those skills and directs probably one of the most Tim Burton, Tim Burton movies that Tim Burton didn't direct. We know they wanted Tim Burton to direct it. Mm-hmm. And when Barry Sonnefeld, I don't know if I'm saying that right, but uh, like when they couldn't get Tim Burton, he's like, I'll just do it. Yeah. And then it's cool to see now, like, watching, did we say the name of the movie already? The Adam oh, Adam Sandler. Like, yeah. oh, <laughs> I wasn't sure if we said I that. hoped we did. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't even remember. Uh, it's cool to, like, watch that and then, like, watch, like, Men in Black and you're like, oh, shit, there's yeah. so much that's, yeah. like, visually similar between the two even down to like the titles like the title blocks are are very very similar we've mentioned that before with other movies like with directors that we've we've uh dove into like sam raimi you could see stuff that he's did in like evil dead and then you watch like spider-man and you're like oh shit like i could see the horror influence peter jackson we just did where we watched the frighteners which was maybe his first american movie and compared to the lord of the rings you're like oh wow like i could see those influences just kind of coming out and with Barry Sonnenfeld, he's so he's because he's was a cinematographer. He's so visual that a lot of like these cool like quick like pans through the Adam Stanley house. It's like it it really influential. And then you see Men in Black and you see Adam Stanley Values, which Matt has yet to see. Right, highly worth it. Yeah, yeah, can't recommend it enough. It's a little bit more like cartoony, but you like he he knows what he's good at, and yeah. it just expands. Oh, yeah. Okay, they give him a little more free. Ra- I think because the Adams Family, the original was uh fairly successful so i think when adam's family values came around uh they gave him a little more leeway to be like weird (laughs) and he just like went for it because usually now when a movie's successful i feel like the studio like they kind of down yeah Yeah. right like hey let's just do that again yeah Yeah. a la star wars Um, (laughs) can you uh not do anything interesting here okay yeah no problem no no problem i can just write the same movie twice (laughs) right so yeah i would totally watch adam's family values after watching this one because this was like before I didn't really have um, much experience with Adam Stanley. I remember I was at my friend's house when I was like five and I guess it was a TV show. They had a TV yes, show, right? Was, yeah. They had a TV show, a cartoon, and then the movie. The yeah. cartoon was great too. So the TV show was first? TV show was from like the 50s, I believe? Yeah. Uh, yeah, 50s or 60s because it has... Uh, oh, I think it was like 61. Yeah, Sean like, Astin's father, John right, Astin. Right. Oh, man. The judge from uh, Frighteners. Yeah. Sean Astin's potential father. I don't know if you guys know the Sean Astin background, but it's wild there's a the uh, Sean Astin yeah, Samwise like really has deep. like a crazy backstory <laughs> he had like no idea who his dad was for years and it what? might have been like Desi Arnaz but oh then my it god wasn't. oh yeah if, if, really uh, yeah for you guys and anybody listening please do yourself a favor and Wikipedia Sean Astin because it's insane wow, wow. um just really really interesting um really a good Good, good deep dive, 2 a.m. Wikipedia can't sleep kind of thing. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, yeah, definitely like super conspiracy theory. Like, oh my God. Like, yeah. It could be anyone. Yeah. I might be his dad. <laughs> you know, I think he's like 30 years older than you. Yeah. You never know. You know. Fucking Rudy gets around, man. Yeah, right. Um, but, uh, but yeah, anyway. So yeah, we were talking about, um, yeah. So the show creeped me out as a kid. Seeing someone completely engulfed in hair was like, it was like, oh man, like that is discomforting for a five-year-old <laughs> and also like the disembodied floating hand just like oh, man yeah. like which for 1961 very impressive yeah yeah, yeah. very impressive no there are definitely some moments of like very like wonky cgi yeah. but like the green screen like the, or the blue screen whatever they do to cover up things uh body it works for most it, of the movie it's pretty good yeah. yeah still holds and it's the same thing like suspension of disbelief like all right i'm watching a movie about like yeah. living monsters like let me let me not concern myself with the fact that there yeah. might be a body attached to that hand. Let it just, you know, whatever. We actually talked it. about that before when uh, you were talking about it looked like there was a continuity error. Yeah. Like, so uh, when Gordon uh, Fester tries to sneak into the vault and he pulls the wrong lever, ends up going through this whole tunnel pipeline, and he ends up coming out through, uh, was it Pugsley? Pugsley, yeah. Pugsley's, uh, like, kind of waste uh, trout chute. Uh, right. It's uh, Pugsley's is on the left and Wednesday's is on the right. But then when Wednesday uh, catches, finds out that that's not really Fester and she runs away and she goes through the trap door, she goes through her tunnel thing and when she comes out, her shoot, Wednesday's shoot, is on the left. Pugsley's is on the right. I don't know why I noticed that, you know, but 
I didn't know what to make of it, and nearly nearly threw me out of the movie completely. Yeah. I, I, really? I can't. No, it didn't. But, <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I basically said any like weird thing you could find in it, just chalk it up to it, the house being weird. Right. House exactly. Being, yeah. That's what right. I was gonna say. Maybe yeah. they maybe they you know like fucking the house is fucking right. Like, yeah. Stairs exactly. go somewhere like different on Tuesdays and, and yeah. Yeah. And it, it's not enough to keep me up at night, but but yeah. I noticed it and I was like, oh, I wonder if that's a thing because yeah. sometimes the movies like. You, you know, I look into things, and it turns out I was like, no, that wasn't intentional at all. Well, you're making... Yeah. But again, the selective deep dives that, like, you could take. It's like, well, if I, like, follow this logically, it could ruin... But, like, yeah, like, something like that, it, it is funnier just to think, like, the house is fucking with you. Yeah. Because, like, you have, like, the books that, are, like, the literal books that they have. <laughs> like, the Gone with the Wind, the yeah, Hurricane right, Irene, and all that, uh... You have uh, which is a funny the fact that it's called Hurricane Irene and its time frame is like a little bit bold because <laughs> I'm pretty sure Hurricane Irene oh. in like was it 1990 like destroyed Florida yeah I think so wow yeah. so <laughs> uh, what uh, what is it? then you have like the uh, the the underground like vault yeah like that whole like setup is so ridiculous to itself and it like this house looks very normal outside. But then it has. Yeah, I wouldn't say it looks very normal. Look, if you clean it, if you, if you clean it up a little bit, get a good landscaper in there. You get a good window guy in there. A nice little paint. It was very expensive. A small it's very expensive. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, it costs multiple doubloons to keep it up. Yeah. As can be seen. Yeah. Uh, you know. But I like that it gets bigger inside. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, it definitely. Look, it's bigger on the inside than it should be on the outside. And that's like a feature from the original TV show. Was that like it looked this way on the outside, but then you go inside and you're like, wait a minute, there's like 74 rooms in here. Yeah, and right. like, something's a little different every time. And that kind of makes it cool that the movie sort of carries that over without uh, explicitly stating it. Yeah. There's just like, oh, like, you know, 15 minutes ago in the movie, this room did this. And then like 20 minutes later, like, there's a lion in that room. Like, you know, like that's kind of cool. Like, uh, keeps everything sort of weird, keeps you on your switching. toes. The shoot switch. And now I'm even more convinced yep. it was intentional. Uh, but that that's really cool because I could see something where like you want you have these ideas of what you want to do in this episode and you're just like but where are we going to put this? It does, it's a easy way to write your write in anything that you want. Yep, absolutely. It's nice. Yeah, it's a good way to keep the fantasy alive without being like okay, well you know this room is dedicated to only this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that, yeah I think that's what's fun about because like they have at the at the head of the stairs where they have the two like staircases kind of like uh, spin out. Like and then there's just like a grand ballroom right in like the back. Yeah, it's like, yeah. What the fuck is yeah. going on? Right. Yeah. <laughs> but one thing you mentioned, you mentioned suspension of disbelief, and that makes it's much easier to suspend your disbelief in a movie like this with the level of buy-in by the whole cast. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like they are all a hundred percent. They know exactly who they're what they're trying to do and who they're trying to portray, and they buy and they go in for it. And that's really one of the nice. points I wanted to mention. Like, you know, I, I said it to you guys earlier, like off air, but like. Is this, because it is in my opinion, maybe the most perfectly casted movie of all time? It's uh, yeah. everybody is like. Let me look up the cast. Yeah. For the from the from the fifties TV show. Um, <laughs> oh, you'll be amazed. Yeah. Everybody looks exactly the same, and I, yeah, it's I just think well I'll... acted. Like it's, you know, for like a, essentially it was meant to be like a uh, adolescent, you know, I wouldn't necessarily children, but like an adolescent comedy. Um, Everybody is like really giving it their all, yeah. like quite I, a bit, and it's it's really cool to see. I think like it, it does take because they are very comedic roles, but if you cast a very comedic actor, like if you cast like Billy Crystal as Gomez Adams, it wouldn't have worked. Right. But the fact you cast like Raul Julia, like to up until that point, has been extremely serious and like a Broadway actor, and he's like, but he just buys in, and can, he's so like through the roof. I gotta tell you right now, if you put a gun to my head. <laughs> and said, name another movie that Raul Julia stars in. <laughs> My only answer would be Adam's Family Values. Uh, I, I, I only know him as Gomez Adams. And whether or not that's a me issue, that's or, a you issue or a him doing a great job acting in this particular movie, and that's the only thing that stands out, um, I don't quite know yet. But, but th it, then again, you go like, well, have I really been on like a Raul Julia kick? Yeah, no, maybe I should be because I, I really think he does a he's great good. job. He's yeah, a he's phenomenal actor. Like he's done a lot of stuff, um, which I am also having a hard time remembering. Ah, oh, but, oh, I don't know but I will say, called. Street Fighter, he uh, is. Oh fuck, he's a Street Fighter. Okay, he right. he, Street Fighter, um, he is wild as M Bison. <laughs> he was he's just fucking wild. I, I will say, looking at the '50s cast, Lurch and the Grandma, dead, exactly the same, dead yeah. ringers. 
Yeah. They, might have, they might as well have resurrected them. Yeah. Lurch is the tall alien in Men in Black from the one that gets killed by Edgar. Oh! Yeah. Whoa! Oh my god. And I gotta the, tell you, Barry Sonnenfeld is... Uh, he keeps is his boys Martin, in... Wow. Martin Scorsese. He's yeah. yeah. the same guys. Are, it's and uh, the grandma got recasted in Adam Zanley too. Oh, did she? she uh, did by she Carol. By, uh, no, right, she's right. still by Carol Kane. She's still living. Carol Kane. I think she's dead. She might be dead now. No, no the original grandma died. Yeah, and they cast Carol Kane. In Carol it. Kane. I'm gonna tell you, hammed it up a little bit. Well, yeah, I like the original grandma, but that's her. That's, that's her, her shtick. Her, her and gimmick. Yeah, you know, yeah. She's the uh, the landlady from Kimmy Schmidt. Gotcha. Yeah. She was also in Taxi. And, yeah, she was <laughs> Andy Kaufman's wife. In Not Taxi Driver. Oh, no, actually, taxi. taxi. Taxi though. Danny DeVito and Tony Danza. All-time classic oh, show as well, yeah. if you guys want to discuss that later. Uh, yeah, no, but this movie is... Yeah, like, you are saying, like, the cast is just out of this world, like... And also, like, uh, Angelica Houston. Oh, my God. But you yeah. think, like, this would be kind of below her, because, like, the way she kind of, hand, like, like, carries herself? Yeah. yeah. She's so, like, poised and, like... And she, like, chews on the fucking scenery of this yeah. movie, like, in the best possible way. Yeah. You know, she, like, buys fucking into it, and she, like... It's, it's so cool, because, like, you really believe her as as morticia adams like yeah. everything about it is just oh I, the, yeah. the cast in this movie is un, unreal it's fantastic yeah it's, it's awesome to watch definitely and it's so many so many funny jokes and and I, what i love is the variety in the humor like some of it is like you know like a quick one-liner like oh a thing like we lend a hand you know but then <laughs> man hand puns you yeah. you're a, a lot of hand puns in yeah this movie. it like it's something as simple as that which is really funny then there's like a lot of visual humor but then there's also some surprise like it'll just throw out like a surprising adult humor where like that like morticia and, and uh gomez adams are just always going at it oh my yeah. god they sure and that's like the whole point of the movie is yeah. that yeah. like there's this, like, I don't want to call it, like, sexual tension, but, like, the entire through line of the movie is them. They just want to go for yeah. it. Yeah. I think I told you before when the movie started, I'm like, oh, no, they fuck. Yeah. And, like, it, during the, like, the, uh, I don't know if I'm jumping ahead too much here, but, like, during no, the, like. Uh, here, here's the rule. Uh, the movie is from 1991, so it's almost 30 years old. Uh, just do whatever you want with okay. it. Okay. There's no so, spoilers. So when she goes back in the house to confront Fester and she gets, like, captured. Yeah. And they're, like, actively torturing her. And she, like, makes this, like, noise. And then yeah, she's, she's, like, like you've done this before. Yeah. Like, I was, like, what she, the fuck? Yeah. Like, I, like, I was, like, wow. That is, like, very sexually aggressive. Yeah. Like, and good for her. Like, I don't mean I don't mean to yuck anybody's yum here. Uh, but, like, uh, you know, I was just, like, wow. It's, like, a children's movie. And that's, like, a very, say, like. It's something where I probably wouldn't catch that if I was younger than, like, 11. Exactly. Right? You know? But this movie, well, it's like, it, hard. Yeah, in 1991, it's, like. This is night like this is like late eighties, early nineties PG where it's like, oh, Indiana Jones Temple of Doom. That's PG. Yeah. Just shooting people in the face and like right. just like ripping people's, Rip people's hearts. hearts out. Yeah. Oh, like, oh, maybe she's implying that she fucks. Like yeah, she's not really implying. Right. There's Straight no up, there's no implication. No yeah. She's a freak. It's yeah, yeah absolutely. She's yeah. like in, she's down to clown. She's the innuendo, the innuendo is so deep it's actually in the house. That's yeah. It. <laughs> it's an out. Is the Adams family the most sex positive film ever made? Probably. Yeah, it could be. A lot of, lot of mean, body positivity, a lot yeah, of, like... conjoined twins getting it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Everybody's just down to do their own thing. And yeah. That's that's really cool to see. It's yeah. very refreshing. Absolutely. For the early progressive. 90s. Yeah, very, very progressive. progressive. Yeah. yeah. Barry Sonnenfeld, way to go. I don't know if he right. wrote that. but And the whole cast, way to go. Uh, <laughs> no, he did, he did... I don't think he wrote... I think he had a hand in, like, fixing some of the script, but I don't think he wrote it completely. So, I don't know who wrote the movie, but uh, the whole thing is based off this cartoon by this guy, Charles Adams. Uh, who wrote in the New Yorker in like I think it was like the thirties. Thirties, like yeah, it was a long time ago. Yeah, it was yeah, a comic, it was comic strip. Wow. Yeah. And the opening scene of this movie where they dump tar mm-hmm. on the uh, the Christmas carolers, carolers, Jesus, that was a tough one. Uh, <laughs> is actually directly taken from one of the earliest uh, Adams family. Uh, wow. Yeah. So they like we're very faithful. It's in, a great uh, homage. Yeah. That. yeah, and it was it's obviously it's a, you know iconic scene, very cool. It's yeah. actually like I. There was a video I watched last night about like t- top ten most unknown things of the Adams family, hmm. and like like you were saying like the uh, the the widow of Charles Adams still had some rights to it, mm-hmm. so she wouldn't sell it to a certain company because they're like oh we'll do this this and this and like no nah, I don't like that she so like, like she wanted a little bit more like truer to the form. Well, that's great. But then also that company she sold it to got nervous because they saw what it was going to be released against, and they're like we'll give it to someone else. And the movie fucking 
like made its money back. Wow. Better. What was it going to be released against? I think it was going to be released against Beauty and the Beast. Oof, tough one. All-time yeah. classic. Yeah. Uh, the animated one? Yeah, the animated one. Yeah, that one hits. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Side note, there's a and in Beauty and the Beast, there's a wonderful, slight, tiny corner image where one of the chairs is holding a bat. <laughs> like when like the all the you know the inanimate objects from the house like rebel against Gaston or whatever yeah, and right. one of the chairs is holding a bat and it's if, if you guys can find it it's highly worth <laughs> Google like chair holding a bat Beauty the Beast it comes up right because baseball shouldn't like exist back then oh no right. it's not baseball he's like gonna fuck somebody he's up gonna... with this bat oh that's <laughs> sick <laughs> he's got that club but yeah so like and it's opening so the movie was estimated to be uh, be made for 30 million dollars mm. Uh, and it made on its first open on its opening week twenty four million dollars. Oh, and overall, they think it made over one hundred and sixty million dollars, which is a huge six. Uh, sorry, one hundred ninety one million, one hundred ninety one million dollars overall. Well, that's nothing compared when you uh, you know when you include like the sequel, the cartoon that they made, and there was like toys. The, yeah, there's the toys, toys. There's video the, games. The oh, I had the video game too. It's a yeah. Sega Genesis game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 you know, I couldn't tell you the plot. Yeah. But, uh, but, but this also had all the like it had a it had a rap song from MC Hammer, MC Hammer. yeah, which I will definitely put at the end of this. Don't worry, <laughs> folks. Please do because it's it's yeah, uh, it's right up there with the uh, Vanilla Ice Ninja Turtles song. Oh, man. in Men terms in of just like what the fuck is wow. going on right now? Um, uh, but speaking of um, oh yeah, speaking of like you know video games not even knowing what the plot is going into the movie, I guess because I had I'd only seen like. A, like a bit from the show or a piece from like the cartoon or whatever i in my mind the adams family was just a collection of like jokes a collection of like a bits and skits and they just kind of threw it together and it would be kind of like random like that and so i kind of that's part of the reason because i had that preconceived notion in my head why i never went out and watched it on my own but watching it it actually had a, a story to it yeah and there was actually a plot <laughs> to it and i appreciate that a lot and it it kind of worked too. It was like not. It worked in that it didn't get in the way of the humor, right. but it didn't like when the actual plot things were happening. It didn't feel like slow to me. Like the whole time, I thought this movie, as an actual film, actually worked pretty well, which yeah. was a pleasant surprise. The story is really good, and it's like an interesting. You know, it's it's I guess a bit of a trope, the like long lost brother kind of thing. Yeah. But sorry, oh, that's okay. but they do it really well, and you like exactly like you said, you like buy into the the story, not just the like here's a disembodied hand and here's a guy made of hair and here's conjoined twins and it's you know what I mean you're like oh wow Man. this is like an actual story of like essentially a family, a family coming yeah. together and like finding itself it's like the Fast right. and Furious movies I mean it's really all about family it is nothing <laughs> like the Fast and Furious movies. it could be you don't know what I, don't, I haven't, I haven't like... seen like Fast 15 or whatever they're up to but Fester Lost Brother comes back right there are two characters in Fast and Furious that were presumed dead and then came back years later is one of them ludicrous no, actually, Ludacris has been pretty consistent. <laughs> it's gonna be what's his name like Tim Toretto or, or John Toretto? Oh yeah, John Cena. Toretto. John Cena. John Cena. Yeah, they put John Cena in that movie. And then yeah. one that was supposed to come out. That? Yeah, no, that's the thing. He's been missing from the other the first eight movies. He's been like, I've been right here the whole time. Yeah, guys. Like, you have a brother. Like, <laughs> it makes no sense because in eight movies, the guy's only about family, and then the night that turns out he had a brother, he didn't tell anyone. About I actually, have, I actually have a picture. Yeah. I have a pitch for Fast and Furious 10, which I put out. I know I put out on our Twitter like a long time ago, but it's about them going to space and finding their dad, who's Nicolas Cage, who's a space pirate. Because why the fuck not? I thought you were going to tie it into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I could. And have oh, it be man. like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Peter... Oh, Peter, oh, Peter Quill. Quill. Peter Quill. Yeah, and that. that's their dad because he like abandoned Earth in like the 80s. And he he finds when, when, when he was seven. Yeah. 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 Hey, <laughs> look. So, early puberty is a thing. That's true. It could happen. That's true. Yeah. So that's my head cannon. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, Peter no. Quill is the father of the entire, the Fast, entire and Fast and Furious franchise. He could franchise. be Brian O'Connor's dad because we don't really know about him. And he I comes, can see a resemblance. There. And he comes back. He's like, "Where's my son?" And it's like, "Ooh, ooh, we got bad news." <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. How do you he retired? Yeah, we retired him. <laughs> Somebody snapped and just. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know, man. And off he went. But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really nice. You should have seen it. It was pretty cool. It, was, it almost brought a tear to my eye. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it was it was a uh, it was actually a cool thing because the plot and the bits worked hand in hand. Where it's when he would go for something, you'd 
you were interested in it, not because, oh, partially because you want to see if this guy actually is going to steal everything from the Adams family, but also to see what ridiculous and crazy things that the house was going to do to like right. get in his way to essentially an intruder. Yeah, yeah. right. How's the house going to defend itself? Exactly. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Like, just like Home Alone. Just like Home Alone. The uh, I think the best, also one of the best parts is that the kid actors weren't like oh yeah, so like super cringy and annoying. Like you had Christina Ricci, who's you know was like. I don't want to sound like a weirdo, but she acted way beyond her years at this point. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. She, she was she was a good actress. Like, if you read like behind the the behind the scenes stuff, like so much of what she did as Wednesday Adams was like her idea. Yeah, it's like her sleeping with like her arms crossed yeah. like that, like a like a corpse or like a that. Yeah. cadaver, whatever you want to call it. But, that was like her idea. She's like, well, this is how Wednesday would sleep. This is how this is what Wednesday would do. And, like, she really got from what I've ever read. Um, yeah. I don't know her personally. Talk about buying. Uh, yeah, she like bought yeah. into the role, and I gotta tell you, like, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, that's that's Wednesday Adams. That's yeah, like, sure. it's she's I mean, she's perfect at it. That's why they. That's why there's uh the the last Adams Family movie that was made was a like a cartoon, right, right, and not a live action because I think a lot of people will have a tough time because this movie really didn't age horribly, like we were talking no. about before. Like you could see, you could watch like certain like Spider Man one. You're like, yeah. eh, it's gonna. Yeah, that's a little rough. I can feel it. Like this movie's 20 years old, but like I feel a 20 years old in it. But like you could look at this movie and actually a lot of Barry Sonnenfeld movies, and you're like, I could see this shit going on today. Like, right. like, like yeah, we we cracked it on like the the hand thing, but like that's one scene. That's one, one scene. scene. Yeah. And then, but you look at like the acting and like the practical effects, and you know yeah. we've we've said on the show like how much we appreciate practical effects because they just last so much longer. Mm-hmm. But, like, Christina Ricci acting is, like, if you're a little kid, look into that. Yeah. yeah. Don't look into, like, Hannah Montana. Don't look like, into... That's, like... Like, that's good shit. She yeah. was she was great in that movie. Uh, like I said, that's that's she's one of the main reasons uh, that I feel this movie is so well cast. Because, like, you yeah. just fully believe her. And in some ways, I'm always kind of curious if that, like, not tainted, because obviously she's had a very successful career, but, like... Did you hold her career a little bit? Because mm. she always kind of played these like fucking weirdos. Yeah. Right. Oh no, which, and she does that great. She's great at being, you know, a, a weirdo. I mean, uh, she's well, yeah. Because when as she's gotten older, she has a very distinguished look of like. I, don't, I sound so like a dick with me saying it, but she's got like big eyes. She's got like a kind of like a like a like a strawberry shaped head. Kind of like it comes to a point. <laughs> Like no, I'm I, I don't like she's got she's got a, a very heart, dis- heart shaped heart shaped very head. distinct look very yeah. distinct look and also at, like. Us growing up, because Mike and I grew up around the same time, but when we see right. her, it's like, oh shit, that's Wednesday Adams out there. I'm right. Like, what I know, that's what I was going to say. Like, yeah. uh, her distinct current look, right? It can essentially, in my mind, be summed up as grown up Wednesday Adams. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you know, like, Wednesday Adams is a child in these movies, and like, Christina Ricci grew up to be. I mean, if you had to ask me what, like, when, like, if I'd only seen the cartoons, right, and you had to ask me what grown up Wednesday Adams would look like, it would be Christina Ricci. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, that, that was just, like I said, everybody Amazing in the movie casting. was just, like, perfectly cast. Even Christopher Lloyd as Fester. Oh, like, yeah. As, like, a bulkier dude, which Fester is. Right. You would um, never suspect that that was Doc Brown, if you didn't know about no. it. No. Mm-hmm. Or, to bring it all back home to Taxi. Yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> this has deep Taxi vibes. Yeah. That's, that's the a callback for you people out there who might not be familiar with stand-up comedy. You call it back, it You works. call it back. Um, it's Chekhov's Taxi. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, even he's so great in it. Uh, obviously, he's uh, you know a comedic actor, and he, he's very good. And like he's very believable. He's just like total fucking weirdo. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and he his interplay with uh, you know Gomez, Raul, Julia, and his uh, mother, essentially, uh, who might not be his mother. Right. Right. You know? Well, she said she found him. So. Yeah, so... Pinder? Pinderschloss? Pinderschloss. Yeah, uh, so the his, like, subplot of, like, him being, like, the hired muscle for uh, Miss Craven, which I feel is, like, a, a shout-out to Wes Craven. Wes Craven. Uh, so, yeah, she said she found, like, the whole thing is to, to sell it to the families that she found him in the Bermuda Triangle, but, like, off... Uh, Behind the scenes, they're like, "Look, at the end of the movie, Fester has to be Fester. It can't be ambiguous. It has to because Barry Sonnenfeld wanted to be ambiguous to like lead into something else. But they're like, no, like the like it's gonna be a better end. It's gonna be more of a happy ending. And I think like it would make the characters be cl- more have a closure to it. Mm-hmm. And I think they were they were right. I mean, Christina Ricci's the one who pitched it. So well, 
For me, Can she do anything wrong? I, not in this movie. I don't no. know. Yeah. Let me look at her. Let me look at her. <laughs> <laughs> you saw that movie where she played a, a girl with like a pig nose? Oh, Penelope. Yeah, I saw that. It was not that good of a movie. No, it was not. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> uh, but, no, the thing is, I, I would have been dissatisfied if my first exposure to Fester wasn't actually Fester. Okay. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like, if this whole time, like, Fester was actually Gordon, you know, that would have disappointed me. So I'm glad that they... Yeah. Establish that, like, no, that's that's Fester. It's really interesting to hear your take on it, uh, because I've seen this movie like yeah, literally I'm, ten thousand times. And I'm right? sure everyone you've seen who talked to about it has seen it. A right. Times. So it's really yeah. interesting. You're like, oh, I really disappointed if he was Gordon. I'm like, Gordon, who the fuck? Oh, right, right, <laughs> exactly. right. That was his actual name. Exactly. Like, you're, like it's just really interesting to hear like your your yeah, take on it. Uh, exactly. Now, here's a question that I always bring up with uh, with you on movies you've you've never seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, you think Papa Taylor would like this? Nah. Okay, Mama Taylor. Maybe. Okay. Honestly, Mama Taylor's probably seen it. Oh, bro. Oh, yeah. she's just been holding um, out. Although, side note, Papa Taylor, my father, who I assumed. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, me. actually, it's I, ex- I, I extrapolated a little bit of data there. <laughs> yeah, well, it could be just an alter ego for myself. That's right. Okay, maybe that's an option. Yeah, that's but, uh, mad at the gym. It's Papa Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so he only likes things like westerns and uh, and hard boiled action movies. Okay, cool. Right? So if he's looking for a friend, yeah, <laughs> uh, my dad is like, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Well, if your dad's anything like my dad, then he's not looking for friends. Exactly. So, yeah. <laughs> my dad is exactly like your dad. My dad. <laughs> but uh, he he actually loved Cobra Kai. Oh, and nice. he doesn't love anything like not even me. So when he's like, wow, they really are. Wow, we got a lot more in common. We got to talk after this. (laughs) But anytime I show him something, he's just like, our next episode of Dad Chat. (laughs) (laughs) So this is therapy in the form of right. Yeah, Uh, absolutely. Like he gets annoyed by like the Marvel movies because he's like, that's a pack of crap. Nobody can swing from the sky. Yeah, you know, like he hates it. But then he'll love like John Wick because he's he like, yeah, he, he killed him. You know, and like, <laughs> just loves his dog right and so like Cobra Kai it's about the Karate Kid so of course it's got that nostalgia for my dad but it's also got a lot of like teen drama and stuff and my dad got into that part of it too <laughs> and just like so who do you think Miguel's gonna end up with and I'm just yeah. like <laughs> it would be funny like if you show him movies that like have the front of like the action movie but it's like like his real deep intellectual yeah, thing. Yeah, if it's, it's got like, a guy with a gun, but then it turns to be a rom com, you'll watch the whole rom com. Right. <laughs> it's like you show him like, like, oh, we got the new John Wick, but it's actually like a Walk to Remember, whatever the fuck, yeah, like yeah, November yeah. Rain or whatever. It as is. long as it starts November off with someone whatever the fucking piano like, and Charlize were in. Yo, know, and so he's going through this, and I was like, yeah, and then also like the tournament, and he was like, oh yeah, 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 I hope he wins that too, but you know, think you might end up with Sam. <laughs> and, <it was> like, <laughs> and he just he never talks about things with me so it's like hilarious that like this is oh, what he man. decides to <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but anyway back to the Adams family uh, I decided to mention because whenever I talk about my dad it's like he's always just, comes off as a very closed off man because he is one so, uh, <laughs> you don't have to explain closed off parents to two Irish yeah, Catholics. Yeah, I gotta tell that's you. Right. That's right. Uh, and speaking, all right, here we go. Here's a good transition. Here we for go. You guys. All right. Uh, speaking of Irish Catholic parents, uh, Dr. Pindersloss yeah. has a fucking oh, false man. name. Because if yeah. her last name is an O'Malley or something like that, that <laughs> guilt trip she lays on Fester, that's, yeah. oh, did you have fun tonight? I'm like, right. oh my God, I've lived that. I've walked in my house and I remember oh. be like, did you have fun hanging out with your friends? Were you yeah. like drinking beers? I'm like, yeah, I'm 30. Yeah. <laughs> nice to see you too again. Yeah. Mom? Oh, I didn't know you had a mom. I didn't, I didn't. Oh my God. I just, I mean, you haven't called me in weeks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah. I really personally related to yes. Fester on uh, on that, that front. Uh, oh yeah, like, like those guilt mom. trips are very like warm paths to walk down. It's like, yeah. oh, I've definitely seen that. It definitely... Uh, you're like, ooh, gosh, all right. Both of them are doing that, huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, normally, what we, the last couple of weeks, we've actually talked about, like, our Halloweens as, like, youths. I think we talked about, like, Halloween youths. parties and, like, youths. trick-or-treating. Like, this, like, kind of reminds me of, like, a haunted house. Absolutely. Have you, like, you've done, like, haunted houses in, like, the past, like, gone through them? No, I've never been to one. Never been to one. Well, there goes my fucking yeah. Throw <laughs> the whole bit out. that <laughs> shit out the window. I'm obviously kidding. Okay. <laughs> Good. I was about to use the bottle. Yeah. Gave me. It's like, well, here we go. I used to hate haunted houses as a kid. They used to scare me back yeah. when I knew fear. Well, that's the and point. Yeah, yeah, well, I didn't like being scared as a kid. 
I now, love, now I love them. Yeah. I feel like the one that like stuck with me forever is the the haunted house out at uh, Coney Island, Adventureland. Oh fuck oh, that! Yeah, it's the same place. No way. Yeah. No, no, no <laughs> dice for you, boy. Right? That was scary so, shit, man. If you're one of our two or three listeners from Texas or California, <laughs> there's a sorry to tell you. There's like a rinky dink kind of amusement park in on Long Island called uh, Adventureland. Adventureland. And so it, wait, we should just real quick on a side note on Adventureland, the Jesse Eisenberg movie called. Adventureland is is oh, actually yeah. based on that Adventureland. Wow. Okay, so if you have seen that movie but not been to Long Island, <laughs> there you go. There's your inspiration. What do you guys like more, Ride Playland or Adventureland? Adventureland. I've never been, been to Ride Playland. Never I Ride saw. Playland. Uh, is that on Long Island? No, Ride Playland's in Ryan, New York, a little bit upstate. Uh, uh, um, that makes sense. I saw Dennis DeYoung of Styx at Ride Playland when I was ten. Mm-hmm. It was sick. He played oh, Mr. Roboto <laughs> twice. Oh, um, that's his whole, that was his whole yeah, set. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, really, really fun time. Uh, I can, I can shout play out Anna and Uncle Dennis for taking their young nephew to yeah. ride Playland. Learning the Gravitron, threw up when I got out. You know, standard, nice. uh, standard kid shit. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. The yeah, Gravitron. Oh, my God, the Gravitron. Potato sack slide. Fucking, oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> you know, your ass off. Absolutely. And you yeah. go over that one bump, and you're like, this might be it. Yeah. Like, yeah, you, don't want, you don't want to get that oh. outside slide slide. Yeah. Oh, you might just go right over the side. Yeah. Do you have HBO Max, by the way? Uh... Yes. Okay, do you, do nice. you should check out Class Action Park. Oh, I know Class yeah, Action, Class Action yeah, we, Park. We did it for the show, and it's, like, wild to, like, yeah, think really the stupid is. shit they did. So, quick shout-out to uh, my buddy Vinny, who is in a band called Action Park. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah, so, uh, I haven't heard them yet, personally, but okay. uh, he's doing it. So. Shout-out <laughs> to him. Yeah, shout-out to him. <laughs> but, yeah, like, this this amusement park here in Long Island, uh, it's it kind of just, like, it's sitting there. It's like, next to a Target. Yeah, like yeah, it? yeah, yeah like, it's like on across the street from a community college, and I, and which I like, attended. There's an IKEA wow. down the road. Yeah, but yeah, like the like the haunted house is it's kind of like weirdly positioned where it's like like there's a Ferris, there's like a, a merry-go-round, and then there's like a roller coaster, and then there's just like this weird fucking haunted house that just has like a talking tree in front, mm-hmm. and it's uh-huh. and that's what like get that's what that's what gets me all the time. It's like <laughs> yeah. come on in. It's like the words are gonna say are, are not even scary, but it's like yo. Like, Fuck no, that it, thing. It gets me, man. No problem. I, I forgot complete. I completely forgot about that tree. Yeah. And it just brought up a lot of. You just saw it. You saw it. Come a lot on. of. Yeah. Yeah, your face too. <laughs> My face told the story there. And like the, the best. It's part like in Kill Bill when the bride remembers the. Yeah. Yeah. It zoomed into my eyes. Yeah. The best part about that Adventureland haunted house is that like the rest of Adventureland is is generally geared towards children. Yes. But the haunted house seems to be geared towards like stone teenagers. <laughs> so like it makes for just a real weird vibe in the park overall because you're like with your parents and you're like, hey, I'm going to go on the caterpillar. Like, you want to go on the pirate ship? Yeah. yeah. And then there's like some kid there like ate mushrooms and he's like, fuck, dude, that tree is talking. And, like, you know, it just gets, oh, it's just real weird for everyone. Half the stone teenagers there are the employees. So. Yeah. <laughs> you, can't, you gotta duck and miss the skeletons, man. <laughs> Honestly, I couldn't tell you which haunted house was the scariest one. One, because I closed my eyes during all of them. But two, I feel like a lot of it was the same. Like, same you know, a, you know, Disfigured Witch pops out from here. A, you see a cage with a guy being tortured. You know, it's 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 it hits, it's all the familiar beats. I would like to see, like, a haunted house with, like, re, like real-world scares. Not like, oh, there's, like, a demented, like, taxidermist, like, running around. It's like, no, it's like, you're late for your rent. Yeah, and your right. paycheck is two weeks away from coming in. Oh my god! What do you do? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. terrifying. Like, I could, yeah. and you get like, like a "we need to talk" text <laughs> right. halfway through it. Yeah, <laughs> like God, the scariest haunted. You house meet I've somebody been. who's really nice, but they have a cat, and you're severely allergic oh, to cats. Oh like, man! Oh, do you don't have any Benadryl? Like, yeah, <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, the the scariest haunted house I've been on is actually wasn't a scary, wasn't a haunted house. It was uh, you're in Disneyland. And uh, so the haunted house there is the Snow White one, right? Where, like, you go in and, like, the witch gives the apple or whatever, and it's like a haunted house. Well, there's a haunted mansion. There's that, too. Right. But right? That one was I would scary. assume that's the haunted house. Yeah. Thinking. No, it's not. It's the... Uh, we need the... <laughs> no, <laughs> you're, you're, The haunted mansion is not the haunted house. It's not it's haunted. Like, no, it's it's not a wild... To- like, a, a wild ride with Mr. Toad. <laughs> Instead, it's uh, Winnie the Pooh. Because uh, when you go in the Winnie the Pooh, ER is like clinical depression personified. Well, that, like, you're that, like, God, I'm facing this. And the older you get, the more you <laughs> can relate to ER. It's scary. Uh, 
But it's actually when you go, well, I assume this happened to everyone and not just my family, but the ride got stuck in the Huffalumps and Woozles section. Oh, fuck no, And dude. that was a trip. Because yeah. <laughs> they were, there was like, like, you know, like, bing, bong, and then like everything's like coming at you singing and everything's like misshapen and colored weird. And I think you're conf- confusing scary with traumatic. Yeah, it's definitely traumatic. Yeah, traumatic. I mean, yeah, you know, no, not, not necessarily. I, they can be scary I mean, traumatic, you can, yeah. I feel like. But I think you got traumatized. Yeah, that's um, I'll say this, though. Uh, as a child, mm. I had to watch that, like, poo go through honey withdrawals where there's, like, pink elephants everywhere. Yeah. And that's, like, really scary. Um, and as somebody who's experienced, has some, uh, in the politest way possible, some psychedelic experiences, <laughs> uh, that's something that buries itself in your consciousness. Yeah. Like, so, like, uh, if you've seen that movie and you've not... Had any experiments of those things? Well, I would recommend you avoiding here, them. But you know, there actually is a, a theory that every character in Winnie the Pooh is uh, different, like mental illness. Yeah, it's fucked up. For Christopher, yeah. yeah, for Christopher Robin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, like, sort of, it like? It's, it's like the grimmest version of Inside Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man. Even yeah. Inside Out has some like severe like implications. Like if you look at like the mom who are her main emotion is depression. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah, like, what's behind that curtain? Yeah, yeah. watching that at, like, 14, you're like, fuck, dude, is this life? Like, yeah. is this, you know, like, so watching it at, you know, 30, you're like, fuck, that is, that's spot yeah, on. Yeah, <laughs> they weren't lying. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> how, how far are we in? We're about 40 minutes in. Oh, okay, we're good. Yeah, yeah, we're doing well. We're doing well. We're doing what's all right. What's our, like, uh, time frame? We usually try to, like, get yeah, into an hour. An hour. hour. Yeah. Oh, okay. An hour. Yeah. Cool. We gotta and give that... ourselves, like, some some... Some wheel spin in time. You cool. usually go off the rails. We were, yeah. we're off the rails yeah. wildly here. Pretty a little much. bit, a little bit. No, because uh, I, I think like a, a mo- like uh, Adam Stanley is actually on uh, Amazon Prime and Netflix. So you guys should definitely check him out if you it have. It is going off Netflix November first, though. Netflix so, is losing everything. Yeah, I think Netflix is just, everything's just going to be Netflix originals, mm-hmm. which are fucking terrible. Which sorry <laughs> to go off the rails further here. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Uh, Netflix canceled canceled the chilling adventures of sabrina which is a yeah. bummer because i really enjoyed that you were show. big into it i, really I watched it, it but i wasn't I, I i watched all of it i think this is something i was doing with my brother and sister i don't know if i would loved it ever because sabrina's a very unlikable character to me very unlikable dude. so unli- like you just, i just never rooted for her yeah but uh but maybe I she was getting that character arc that they just canceled i thought it, i thought it was great and it's, it's kind of like, canceled bit of a bit of a bummer yeah i didn't know that they canceled it yeah and mind hunter mind yeah david oh, fincher said really? that it's a it's a big budget with a small audience, so they would, it was yeah. on like borrowed time, which is like yeah. essentially my whole life. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, but back to the Adams family. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, one of the best parts of this movie to me is easily uh, after Fester takes over the Adams family mansion, if you will, kicks the Adamses mm-hmm. out. Uh, and I discussed this earlier, but the funniest line in the whole movie is Gomez sitting in like his undershirt on on a couch in a <laughs> shitty motel, watching Sally Jesse Raphael, and she talks about voodoo priests, and he calls her, and he's like, "Hello, Sally," with this like <laughs> wonderful optimism optimism in his voice, and she just replies with like, "Mr. Adams, please, we don't know where they meet," and it's. Like, I, every time I see it, I, like, belly laugh and, like, can't really help myself. Like, it's almost like that joke in The 40-Year-Old Virgin uh, where he's like, we should tear up the hardwood and see if there's carpet underneath. Yeah. And then he very quietly just goes, it's never the case. Yeah. And, like, seeing it in theaters, like, nobody laughed. And, like, years later, I was not catching people laughing at that. But yeah. that was what, like, yeah. got me. I'm like, yeah. I didn't think that movie was all that funny. I thought so that bad. line, I was like, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, It's, a, it's those small lines that, like, like, kind of almost said under the breath. Or, like, just, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. it's like, the inflection's like, wow, that's really fucking funny. Yeah. Like, and just the way Raul Julia is like, hello, Sally. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, like his eyes wide. He's like, yeah. this is it. Like, <laughs> it's just so fucking. Like I've been kicked down. My brother hates me, but there's a line of hope. But this like, will turn it around. Yeah. Yeah. This, is it. this is the golden ticket right here. That and you know the the classic, the two classic lines from it. Uh, you know they say that a man repre- represents himself, yeah. uh, represents a fool, and he's like, God willing, I am that fool. He's like wonderful, and that of course the. Uh, the classic Wednesday Adams line, um, you know, what are you for Halloween yeah. this year? She's like, oh, I'm a homicidal maniac. They look just like everyone else. Yeah. It's just like, fuck. Like, who awesome. wrote that? Like, did awesome. you write, would you like, whoever wrote it, did they like type that? And they were just like, yes. Yeah, like, like, nailed it. Like, it. that's, that's what yeah. we want. Or maybe it was like a throwaway line. It's almost like, oh, 
You probably want to add that in. That's actually right. I'm like, oh, like, oh really? I was just gonna say. Yeah. Oh, I was just gonna say God. You think I should say that instead? <laughs> Richie wouldn't leave her trailer unless like, yeah. I gotta say this fucking line, Barry. <laughs> I'm just picturing this eight year old that's like running the show on oh, set. Yeah. You know? I, feel, I feel like yeah, like if you look like I, I, I still like you're right. This this cast is absolutely amazing. Like we've seen like a lot of really well casted movies, like Viggo Mortensen as Aragon. Yeah. What up? That's a, that. I mean, I've never seen Lord of the Rings, but pre this uh our time reviewing it i thought he did a great job was, but like this you had never seen lord of the rings no, i kind of avoided it did, so yeah, my wife it. loves lord of the rings I i've seen it, it so many times i, I don't like it after the first like the the first couple of times i just missed it because i think i was well i was in high school and i didn't want to like go through that shit and also like start like the new star wars was still coming out Fuck yeah, dude. like I think like Clone Wars. Clerks like, did a great job explaining why Lord of the Rings sucks. <laughs> oh, Clerks I too. Sorry. Yeah, but uh, like, I think like it just after a while it just became such a funny joke to piss off Mikey that because he's like, oh, you gotta watch. It's like, no, I don't. I don't. I don't want to watch this. Yeah, but, I would not take any recommendation from that. <laughs> he's got look to to give him some credit. He's got some good. Sorry, Mikey. Yeah, he's got some good recommendations up his sleeve, but it's like very rare. Mm-hmm. But I put it up to. And this is the best part, and I thought this was like the perfect cap to the joke of this long, like almost two decade running joke, is that I put it up to a Twitter vote, like what should we watch, and it won hand down. I'm like, okay, well, what would we do with that? What was it up against? It was up against, I, well, like not even like anything good. It was like uh, I, I totally forgot. I don't remember. Blade Runner. <laughs> no, uh, it's the first movie yeah. I could think of. I don't know why Blade Runner. Uh, was the first I'll, I came I'll look mind, it up real but... quick. But it's Have like, we done Blade Runner? No, no. Uh, I did. So I'll be back in a couple weeks yeah. <laughs> to uh, discuss Blade did Runner. Did you like 2049 Blade Runner no. as well? Hey. Oh, no? Oh. Visually, absolutely. Oh, sure, but, but it's not what the whole movie is. Yeah, it was. Absolutely. Although, why you looked that up visually, I loved the that Morticia kind of had her own cinematographer follow her around. It looked like she was from like the 40s. Yeah. They had this like glow. Yeah, the, uh, the lighting just on, on her eyes. Mm-hmm. And it was, only, it was only her and sometimes Gomez. But it was like. She but Lewin Gomez is like in her in her face. Yeah. Of, yeah, absolutely. You're right. That was like such a cool, so, such a nice effect. They made yeah, like just perfect cinematography of yeah. like, oh hey, what's gonna we're gonna make her a little bit different and like, just and but it's it also gets, funny because it's because it's just her. It's like a parody, and because she's saying this absurd shit yeah. while they're doing it. <laughs> she's like, oh hot pokers, like, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. like I'm like what the fuck, like right, it's, it's perfect. Right. Uh, and I do also love like the. There were the little there like a couple like smaller subplots going on throughout. Like I never understood. So I, I think there's some serious implications that maybe it's commonly talked about, but since this is my first time, that these two children are immortal. Uh, yeah. oh, what the uh, play scene? Or yeah, anytime they're always in the back. Like yeah, I think I think essentially, and I don't know if this is ever like, you know, in the Adams family canon, whatever. Right. I don't know if this is anything. Uh, Tweeted, into the but like, yeah. you know, I do think essentially all the characters are, although they explain all their dead relatives, but I feel like all the characters are kind of like immortal. You know what I yeah. mean? Because they reference all kinds of crazy shit and they should be dead like a million times over. Yeah, well, Gomez gets cut on his hand and he bleeds. Right. And if it bleeds, you can kill you can it. kill it. So, I don't, <laughs> so I don't, I don't know about, and the thing is like, he's definitely a thrill seeker, meaning that he has, he could die. I don't know, right. but Wednesday and 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 Pugsley so definitely can. can't, yeah, because they. I mean, tried. she electrocuted Pugsley. She electrocuted him. They... Uh, another classic scene in this movie. Yeah, it's great. I just have to say, I tweet too much. Maybe I need to stop because there's a lot. I forgot what you're looking for. Um, <laughs> exactly, Trevor Bauer. Yeah, Trevor uh, Bauer. It's a baseball player. Don't worry about it. Guys. Okay. Uh, fuck. I think that's as far as I can go. I completely There's, forgot what we yeah. were discussing. Oh, the, the, uh, uh, who, who's the Lord of the Rings up that, against? Oh, right, 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 right. Let's just say Blade Runner. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. It was other, like... And Lord of the Rings 1, I'm disappointed in all of you people. Yeah, uh, it was like other trilogies, I think. Yeah, I think it was like yeah. Scream or something. Probably oh, yeah, yeah. The Austin Powers trilogy. <laughs> oh, man. That's a Ooh, good trilogy. That is a I'll good I'll be back in four weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Austin Powers trilogy is mad slept on. You like every movie, yeah. every one of the three has got things that you can, you, the jokes you can make for years. That's the perfect, slept on is the perfect way to describe right? it. Because yeah. I feel like so many of us grew up with it that you sort of let it go by the wayside. Right. And you catch it on like TBS at like 4 p.m. on like a day you're like home <laughs> sick from work and you're like, oh fuck, this movie's funny as shit. Like, yeah. Because I think when I, can't I watched find it, it so. I knew it was like crass humor, but I was too young to really get a lot of it. So I could only catch like the most 
like, uh, I guess, obtuse of it, of, mm-hmm. like, on the more, like, in-your-face humor, but I'm sure there's, like, so much to it that... Oh, there's so much. Yeah, yeah. That, I, I mean, that I missed out on. an easy, hilarious joke um, from the Austin Powers trilogy is, I forget her name now and who played her, but the, the woman who was, like, Dr. Evil's sidekick, yeah. oh. who, was, who was the head of the militant wing of the Salvation Army, is, like, the <laughs> oh funniest, like, quiet joke. I didn't even know that. That's so funny. That's her, like, title. She's like, I was just the head of the militant wing of the Salvation Army. It's, like, oh. so quietly hilarious. There's also, like, a lot of, like, I think of going back, you could probably see, like, a lot of young comedians kind of coming out. Because I know Will Ferrell was Will in it. Will Ferrell was in it. Yeah. Rob Lowe was Rob, in it. Yeah. Was he, like, the second one? Rob Lowe was in the second one when we went back in time. But, but like, every, it revived his who career. Who was Will Ferrell in Austin Powers? He was uh, the guy who got... Mustafa. Mustafa, who got sent down the trap door. He's like, I'm still oh, alive! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just <laughs> broke my leg! The lions are eating me, but I'm surviving it somehow. <laughs> if someone yeah. could just come down and open up the door. Not Which, again, ties into the Adams family. They yeah. had a house that yeah. room with a lion in the house. Yep. Oh, man. Okay, so we're about 50 minutes in. I think we can give this bad boy a grade. Sure, sure. I'll I'll start off. I'll go with the bad... It's about a 7.5 for me. Oh, I was gonna say an eight. Okay. So what are we? Do the grade out of ten? I'm so, so we have out like, of thirty. At, yeah, out of out of hundred. One being the highest. Grim. <laughs> <laughs> so we have like well, we could we usually open up two scales depending on the movie. Like if it's a like it's a Scorsese movie, you could do like the normal like one through ten if you think it's great. But if it's a movie that maybe a little bit more flawed, you could open up to the movie scale and the enjoyment scale. Okay. So they're both to ten, but like you know like. Uh, uh, the case of like Buckaroo Banzai, where Matt thinks it sucks, I think it's a fantastic movie. So I have it on my enjoyment scale at like a like a good like eight. But I know, or even like a John Wick, where it's like, this oh movie yeah, is, this movie. Oh right, like actual movie is like a three, right? And the enjoyment scale is like a, a fourteen, like a, yeah. exactly. Yeah, okay, right. Yeah, like a Sharknado, like Sharknado. It's like right. this movie is fucking dog shit, but it's so much fun. It's fun right. to watch. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. So. But I'd say I would honestly I'd put this as just a good movie. Yeah, no, you know? it is a good yeah. movie. It's, I'm like a, like a seven and a half. It's like it's maybe to to give it like a good average. Yeah, maybe I'm high on it because I just watched it for the first time. But I, I'd probably give it an eight. A little higher than that. I would also give it an eight. Um, okay. I think it's like I said, it's very well cast. The jokes are really funny. Yeah. The cinematography is great. Like not just on an enjoyment scale, like uh, overall, I just think it's a well written, well directed, well filmed, well acted yeah. movie. Like, you know, they really. Uh, take in those characters uh, that come essentially from a cartoon strip or yeah. you know a 50s cartoon and they really make it their own and it just it's uh, everybody clicks everything clicks the plot clicks yeah, um, yeah it's, I would give it a very solid 8 I might even get me like 5-6 more beers I'll put that shit like that <laughs> uh, but for right now I'll keep it a, a solid 8 yeah so. man the no, characters I... for sure you turn like you say you turn literally a, a two dimensional character on a comic strip to someone that everybody had like ideals, things that you know, quirks, flaws, mm-hmm. hopes. Like it was. Um, here's a here's a weird question. Do you think Morticia qualifies for the? No. Okay. Because she only ever talks about Gomez. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So we have a we 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 focus group this and we 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 did a trial run with it and it's an, it's very effective scale. Uh, we call it the fleshy women scale. So most so. Okay. If, if, if a female character is more fleshed out. And, like, kind of a person of their own, and they're not, like, just there to, like, make okay. the male character. So look. this isn't a gross thing. No, we shouldn't no. lead with what the scale is called. Wow. Yeah, we I gotta should. tell yeah. you, uh, as somebody who was not aware of the scale, yeah, we, that's I not think, a great way to describe it. I, I think, was like, yeah. I think it's funnier because everyone's mind goes to the wrong thing, and then when they hear it, like, oh, that's actually, all right, that's not I, good. I think it's, it's very forward-thinking. Yeah, you guys should, like, lead with that. That's <laughs> a great thing. It's like, there's certain, like, certain, like, female character, like, Princess Leia is definitely a fleshy woman, uh, Ellie Stadler from Jurassic Park is a fleshy woman. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ellen Ripley, Sarah Connor. You know, and further down the line, I know we've done a lot more, uh, but my brain doesn't work. But, like, Morticia is definitely not. She's definitely more of, not even, like, she's not even an object. She's more of just, like, a spotlight. For, like, well, she literally well, I spotlight feel that she it. actually kind of turns that sexual dynamic that a lot of women uh, were dealing with in movies, especially at that time, on its head. Okay. She's very powerful in that. Where is it like her, that's her own sexuality and if she likes getting fucking strung out on the rack and poked out of pokers like fucking go for it dude. No, I would agree with that. I don't think that yeah, is, we're not, we're not, like, I don't think that's why yeah. I would is say Is that it. not the thing? No, no. It's, well, more, it's more of more like, like what's that, her what's her agency? Like what's her what's like why did she do Oh, she's she, like protecting her family and she's okay, like, I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean I get that, that there yeah. is that maternal instinct there but I feel like there's so many times where 
like the the woman character is either you know she like she's she's concerned because how is Gomez feeling she's right. concerned like or she's like or how are my kids doing or how do I make Gomez feel better or how do I you know get the house back so Gomez can feel better how do I you know catch this uh, imposter so that Gomez everything she does is for Gomez she doesn't do anything for herself like she, like what okay. are, like what she actually what does she actually want in life just for Gomez to be happy Okay. You know yeah, I, mean? I see what you're getting at now. Okay, yeah. I, I misunderstood the. Uh, That's more what the, I mean. The, yeah, the, her sexuality definitely. I agree with oh, you. No, though. Yeah, her sexuality definitely does lead her into. A and, and that's what I feel in my mind. Sort of bounces out the whole. Like, I would Gomez agree. Honestly, that yeah, makes sense. yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That because she's sense. like, she's like I'm, out for herself a little bit too. In terms I'm of glad. like, here's what makes me feel good, I, and like, what makes me feel good is is this, and you know, a part of me feeling good is right. dealing yeah. with this Gomez shit. But you're right. There's a huge focus in her character on making Gomez and the kids feel good. Yeah. Um, I was like, what is, what does Wednesday like to do? Well, she likes to test the limits of her, of her and her brother's mortality. You know, she likes to do creepy things. Like that's her thing. Like what does Gomez do? Well, he's a thrill seeker. He has, he wants to reunite himself with his brother. He wants, you know, he has his own like goals, but, and Fester, and even Fester's thing, like he wants to, you know, rob them, but he's also becoming attached. Her thing is always just family. Family. Yeah, family, and I feel so like almost like March Simpson. Like yeah, exactly Marge Simpson. like yeah. March Simpson. She's just goth March Simpson. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Okay, yeah. Uh, All right. So she's not. Actually, she. I. I think she does kind of qualify for it. I think in that a different kinda, way yeah. than what we usually like. There's definitely a spectrum. Of, there's probably a scale, a and it's probably not as binary as we make it. Yeah. Because what do we actually know about being a woman? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> but um, oh fuck, sorry. Just kick yeah. the table. I mean, it's really upsetting that we even do this thing. Yeah, yeah. That's a tough. It's a tough I sell. I get it. It's, it's, it's a tough sell. Yeah, you don't can have I, to kick the whole table. I'm but, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> can I bring up one thing that might be a little bit controversial about this film in particular? The 20-minute dance scene. Yeah, it's so shitty. The yeah. mamushka is the worst part of this movie. Oh, I actually didn't know that was what you were going to bring up. Uh, oh, yeah. damn. Okay. The mamushka, it's 20-minute dance scene. Okay. Uh, and uh, I actually read in, like, I think it was just, like, on IMDb, nothing fancy. And that mamushka scene was originally, like, 10 minutes longer and I was like that would have taken me out of the whole movie I, <laughs> yeah. it's useless it, it's not that funny it's them saying mamushka over and over again which mm-hmm. like maybe to some people what I think it's like funny the way Jim Carrey's funny which I, is like not really funny I think it because it, um, it is a funny word like exactly. hearing them say it over like Jim and Perry's over. Jim Carrey's not really again. funny. He's like a funny fucking dude. Like, right. you know. Sorry, that's a whole other. No, uh, yeah, we can yeah, talk yeah. about that for hours. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think goodness. we might have to. I think we might. I, have to. I, I think like, <laughs> I'll explain myself. Oh no! Don't <laughs> no, Jim Carrey for me. I, I no, I do. I think like I actually enjoyed the Mamushka scene. Actually, rewatching it again, Did I, you? I actually super liked it. I thought it was because because I liked the way that it was shot. I liked the way that like the the oh. movement of it. Okay. I, I mean. The the point of it is kind of stupid, like just to have it there, because like we've we've gone through certain stages of him like questioning, oh, is this Fester? Is this not Fester? And like, here's a perfect example to be like, you should know this. This is our family dance, and and he knows it, and he knows he it. Knows so it's it. like, okay, problem solved. But it's also like, then why didn't he know any of the things, other things he was supposed to? Know? Exactly, like you don't know. Well, maybe it's like muscle a memory. gradual thing. No, 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 not, not just oh, like a gradual oh, thing. Maybe it's like oh. muscle memory. Like he hears it, and he's like, oh fuck, this is what I do here. Right. Like, like riding a bike. You know what I mean? Like you, yeah. you might get conked on the head and you you lose all your memories yeah. but if somebody sits you on a bike you're gonna be like oh yeah i remember how to do this so maybe maybe right. it's it could the be like that. that's the same thing that. we did to my dad he uh still no he does not know <laughs> no um, <laughs> well, I, I just think it stops the plot <laughs> no it does yeah. it's 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 like a it's like an exposition dump in the middle of like a war movie it's like mm-hmm. i know it's like i got right. it from context clues but like I think they did it. It was just to have a bit of fun. I think it was like, a bit. Yeah, yeah, it was a bit. It was just I a bit that fun. went too long. <laughs> so that adds yeah. up. That's why your shirt says no fun. No, it doesn't. I know. <laughs> no. I had to look. That's why like, the a, least a, fun response you could have had. It's an, it's an audio podcast. Like, no one's going to check on that. I got this shirt in the mail yesterday. So like, did it really say no fun? Oh, oh that's no. why. Because you're actually unfamiliar with I was, the shirt. Yeah, very unfamiliar oh. with the shirt. So I was double shot. I was like, I can't believe would say that. Why would I buy something like this? Oh man! All right, so this movie is a uh, this is a great movie. Great it's a good, movie. it's a fun family movie, even though it is very, very sexual. Yeah, highly uh, recommend. You gotta but, watch it when your kids are too young for the sexual part. Yeah, so they won't I think it. I think a perfect. Or if you're weird, just yeah. go for it. Honestly, yeah. I, I was six when this movie came out. I think you were four. 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 
I think exists. a perfect age for is like eight to ten. Eight to ten. Eight to ten when you get that dumb like kid sense of humor, but it's not like super perverted yet. Mm. And then I think it's great for eight to ten. Fourteen to sixteen. And then like now. Twenty eight plus. Mm-hmm. It, it's 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 perfect for those age ranges. In between is, you can feel free. There's like an age range where you're like now, too, too cool for it, too mature for it. Right. And then you grow out of that stupid. And you're like, phase. oh fuck, it's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> like after the show, are you gonna go home and tell your wife like we're gonna go as like mortician? Gomez uh no only because it's like a week out from Halloween that seems really complicated but I mean you just you always liked an opportunity to wear a suit it's true it seems like a good opportunity after your last costume I thought you'd be Morticia (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah you could do that oh shit I didn't think of that I'm sorry I would be Morticia 100% Uh, I love the smoky eyeshadow I think you can pull it off I think you can pull it off you know what Keep an eye out. Wednesday, my for Halloween. Hey, Whether or not Hannah's willing to be Gomez is a whole other thing. Uh, I <laughs> might how, not be Morticia. How confusing would it be if you're if you're Wednesday? Well, the, that'd be confusing on like six different yeah. levels yeah. that we're we're not Quite. really open to talk Quite. about just yet. Uh, <laughs> it's it's your we'll Morticia and, and then Hannah's Tully. That's what it's going to be. Tully, wonderful Dan and Dan. Dan and Dan. Sorry, so I know we're trying to wrap up here, but that's all right. They've been. tuned out. Yeah. <laughs> great character actor. Oh yeah. my god, yeah. Yeah. He's he's always like a great like dirtbag shady yeah. lawyer. Yeah. He's yeah. like the perfect looking shady lawyer. Absolutely. Like he definitely killed Barnes. Like, oh, 100%. Yeah. But yeah, like, he sabotaged yeah. that plane. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah. Oh, sorry about that. I no, no, keep no. kicking you, man. Yeah. yeah. I'm telling you this new setup is a little weird, <laughs> but we got we'll get used to it, oh, hopefully. <laughs> Uh, okay, so I believe, what, what is that? I think that's the shoot. Right? That's the shoot. All uh, right, guys. So thanks so much for listening. Uh, if you're tuning back in, uh, we appreciate you. Thank you for following us through Spooky Season. That's right. Uh, as always, you can hit us up on Twitter at Movie Mayhem Pod. On Instagram at Movie Mayhem Podcast. Mike, do you want to give your social? Uh, yeah, I will. And uh, A, thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate it. It's been it's uh, always a super, pleasure. Super fun. I'm always, always super excited. When I know it's super through. tough because we both live on like the opposite ends of, nah, like, it's, of it's, the world. Of yeah, the world, yeah. More than and in a global in. pandemic, it's always tough to. Uh, it's, I got masks for the train, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but you guys can find me on Instagram at Flanny Pack. Uh, I have a hardcore punk band called Controlled Substance. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at Controlled Substance HC. Uh, same thing on Bandcamp. Uh, Spotify is just Controlled Substance. And we have a new record coming out called Why This World. Uh, should be out slightly before Christmas. So uh, keep an eye out for that. It's pretty cool. I feel like Controlled Substance is too good of a band name to if it not have been used I can't believe like, I can't not, believe yeah. it either yeah, I, I gotta tell you we, control, we came up name. with it and we searched like everywhere and the yeah. only thing is some like like dubstep rapper from like Australia oh, okay. and we were like so, and he has like three like monthly listeners on Spotify <laughs> like, I feel like we're okay uh, like, yeah. we, can, we can steal that like name, if anything so. we could collaborate yeah, exactly. <laughs> give us some beats and we'll see what we can do here so. it's like there's always room for more <laughs> <laughs> alright so um, anyway Oh, yeah. Also, you could email us at yeah, moviemayhempodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to buy some crap, you could go to tpublic.com backslash moviemayhempodcast with a D. Brian's dyslexia. Still haven't figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, until then, we're going to tune in next week because next week you're going to wrap up Spooky That's Season. That's right. We're going to wrap up Spooky Season and also preview our next gimmick, yes. which will be kind of fun. Hopefully, it will be really fun. And not just distracting. Not just stupid, but, yeah. But uh, next week we're going to be doing... We, they know what we're doing. They know what we're doing. I put it sketch. up. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. going to be doing The Craft. That's right. The Craft. Oh, the shit. 1996 uh, witch movie. Yeah. <laughs> that's, what I, that's all I got. That's, that's probably all uh, we should say. Also, I think that's its description on IMDb, too. Yeah, yeah. it's a 1996 witch movie. It's like, you like witches? When Here did Blair Witch come out? Uh, 2000. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, I want to give a shout out to a brand new podcast called The Feature Presentation, starring... Uh, two of our friends and one guy I haven't met yet. Uh, our good friend uh, Huckles oh. and Perkowski started up a, a movie show. Oh, it's not about wrestling? No, it's not about wrestling anymore. Wow. So they Wait, just, it's about movies? It's about movies. I know, they're stepping in on some dangerous game. This is some bullshit. Wow. But then again... How dare they? You guys going to let this happen? Here's, here's the, I'm not. Here's the fun... <laughs> that goes to the gym. Yeah. <laughs> here's, the, here's, the, here's the best part. We could give them a head start, but we'd have to wait three years for them to catch up to oh. even like anything close to us. You heard I'm going to call that shots fired. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, they're not listening. So, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, give them a check out there on Spotify right now. Also want to give a shout out to Pop Rose TV, the podcast also on Spotify. They're 
some friend uh they one of them's a friend of mine that I play softball with and they co- they talk about like toy collecting oh so they stay in their lane they know their they know yeah, their they business. know their place smart they yeah. might come on the show eventually safe safe yeah they're good di- everyone's good dudes good peoples if you want to give them a listen give them a listen but give us a listen first and now i'm gonna find a, a nice transition to just like kind of really work in the uh, mc hammer rap well, that tweet I'm Some strange neighbors. They do what they wanna do, say what they want.